Hello, I'm Ken Seong, Technical Director of the International Ethics Standards Board for Accountants, and I'm here with Stavros Tomadakis, Chairman of the Board. We are joined by several Board members, Don Thompson, Gary Hannaford, and Jim Gay. We're here to discuss some of the highlights from the Ethics Board's meeting held in New York September 15 through 16, 2015. Stavros, this was the fourth meeting of the Board this year. Uh, it was an extraordinary meeting held to help the Board uh, get through its uh, heavy agenda this year. What were some of the highlights and key developments from the meeting, from your perspective? Ken, this was indeed an extraordinary meeting, uh, since it was an extra meeting that we have interjected in our program. And the cause, of course, we had this meeting is that our next meeting at the end of November, beginning of December, is going to be the really extraordinary meeting in the sense that we'll have a lot of uh, uh, completions of certain phases of projects, especially approvals or projected approvals of exposure drafts. In that, uh, I said that in order to understand that the main purpose of this extraordinary meeting that we've just completed today is, has been to push forward and make progress in each one of these projects that are in a critical uh, stage. And we'll be hearing from the task force leaders for each one of these projects uh, about the progress made. But my feeling is that uh, this time board members, with the support, of course, of uh, TAs and staff, have managed to uh, produce a very positive outcome in uh, all these projects. So uh, I'm very pleased with the outcome. Thank you, Stavros. Uh, let me now turn to Don Thompson. Uh, Don, you chair the Structure Task Force. Uh, this project was coming back to the board uh, for a further uh, discussion. Uh, it took up a, a significant part of the agenda. What were the main uh, highlights from the uh, board discussion, Don? Ken, uh, at this meeting, the board continues the deliberations on the structure of the code working towards approval of an exposure draft in December. The board considered an updated draft of the first tranche of material and a first draft of the second tranche of the restructured code. So the board has now seen all of the material that will be included in the exposure draft at the end of this year. To assist the board in its review of the material and looking forward to the upcoming exposure draft, the task force produced a comprehensive mapping document enabling people to work from the extant code to the draft restructured code. It also included references to the derivation of the paragraphs in the text of the draft restructured code, enabling people to go in the other direction back to the extant code. Task Force is obviously interested in receiving comments on the draft restructured code and did receive a lot of helpful input at this meeting. The suggestions included uh, discussion and ideas on the flow of the document, including the emphasis on a principles-based approach, discussion of the avoidance of unintended consequences with members looking very closely at the wording of the document and uh, raising issues about areas to be particularly mindful of. There's also discussion of the guidance being provided on the importance of application material, the 
uh, moved to distinguish network firms, which were previously embodied in the term firm and are now being presented separately, and also other areas, including a streamlined glossary. The material presented to the board included revised text, which has been developed into a short guide to the code, giving a general overview of the code to assist all of its users. Thank you, Don. Uh, Gary, this was an important meeting for the uh, Safeguards project, and uh, the task force was coming to the board uh, with a first read of proposed changes to the code uh, relative to Safeguards. In your view, what were the uh, key outcomes from the discussion? Uh, thank you, Ken. I, I agree this was a very important meeting uh, in dealing with this project. Just very briefly to remind uh, people that the project is intended to evaluate and make recommendations on the clarity, appropriateness, and effectiveness of the current overview of safeguards in sections 100 and 200 of the code, as well as those safeguards that pertain to non-assurance services included in section 290 of the code. And the board considered uh, issues and the related task force proposals, including a first uh, read of the draft of proposed revisions to sections 100 and 200 of the code. The uh, proposed revisions include clarifications to the conceptual framework aimed at refocusing the professional accountant on identifying, evaluating, and addressing threats to compliance with the fundamental principles rather than just simply applying safeguards. As part of its approach, the task force has also refined its description of what a safeguard would be uh, provided uh, a draft of a description of a what it's meant by a reasonable and informed third party, and also tried to provide guidance to emphasize the professional accountant's responsibility to step back at various stages when evaluating threats to compliance with the fundamental principles. The board was generally supportive of the task force's proposals uh, with respect to uh, refining the conceptual framework with respect to identifying, evaluating, and addressing threats, and also an explicit requirement with respect to the professional accountants uh, requiring to exercise professional judgment when applying the conceptual framework, explicitly requiring uh, um, that the professional accountant should be or shall be, re be required to apply the conceptual framework and also taking into account whether a reasonable and informed third party would likely conclude compliance with the fundamental principles is not compromised. The board certainly uh, supported the general direction and made a number of editorial and drafting suggestions that the task force will take into account in dealing with matters such as the description of a safeguard, uh, providing some suggestions as to what is intended by an acceptable level that becomes part of the evaluation of whether or not um, threats have been reduced to an acceptable level, and also uh, refinements with respect to the reasonable and informed third party. Thank you, Gary. Let me now turn to Jim Gay, finally. Jim, the uh, first phase of Part C was uh, also coming back to the board. Uh, what was your take of the discussion? Overall, the discussion was uh, quite favorable, I think. Uh, the work of the Part C task force is in two phases. Uh, we're currently in phase one. Phase one focuses on two issues that have been closely connected in the code. Pressure on professional accountants and business to violate the fundamental principles of the code, 
which is the subject of a new section, Section 370, and the preparation and presentation of information, which is the subject of the current Section 320. The focus of Section 320 is on the use and misuse of discretion in preparing and presenting information. There are also some changes being proposed to Section 300 relating to the responsibilities of professional accountants according to the seniority in their employing organization. Today the board discussed sections 320 and 370. It was supportive of the proposals of the task force and made a number of suggestions. The task force will take their comments into account at its next meeting with the expectation of presenting the board with final versions of the standards for approval at the meeting in November and December. After they are approved, they will be rewritten with sub without substantive changes to conform to the new structure and drafting guidelines of the code. Phase two of the task force's work focuses on two topics. The first is section 370 on inducements offered to professional accounts in business and inducements offered by professional accounts in business to others. Inducements range from token gifts to major bribes. The second project is to consider how Part C applies to professional accountants in public practice. The code recognizes that Part C is relevant to professional accounts in public practice in some circumstances, but does not specify what that means. The task force will consider the issues and make recommendations to the board as to how to clarify this connection. The task force and board have had initial discussions about Phase 2, and uh, the task force expects to begin further work on Phase 2 this fall in order to move it forward in anticipation of the completion of Phase 1. Thank you, Jim, and thank you again, Gary, uh, Don, and Stavros. Uh, the next meeting of the Ethics Board will be held November 30th through December 4th, 2015 in New York. Ethics Board meetings are open to the public and we encourage those interested to come and observe our meetings. To register as an observer, go to the meetings page of the Ethics Board's website at www.ethicsboard.org where you can also find information about the board and the process, uh, projects discussed. The Ethics Board records a podcast summary following each meeting. You can subscribe to the, our podcast channel in iTunes by searching IFAC Accountancy Podcast in the Apple iTunes Store. Thank you for listening. <laughs>